saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. On the latest news. Traffic and Mackie weather. The traffic, the weather. Always come first. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Now on FM 1071. Very busy morning. We got a bunch to get to. Top story of the morning, the storms and the flooding around San Antonio. Trump wins New Hampshire. Texas continues to install razor wire at the border. And Joe's horrible speech yesterday, pro-Hamas terrorists who are supporting uh, the terrorists uh, interrupted Joe Biden a number of times, 13 times yesterday, and we'll have sound from all that and so much more. Let's start with bearflood.org, bearflood.org. That's the website to go to to see the number of roads and the specific roads that are closed. you got 25 that are closed right now. Bearflood.org is the website to go to. You can get there on your phone as well. They got a Twitter account as you can set up alerts. Bearflood.org. That's the one to go to this morning. Elaine, can we put that on the website this morning and a link on my page? Okay, or you can go to the Trayware page at KTSA.com and look that up. We have a number of alerts this morning. We have a flash flood warning in the area, Bear County. We have a dense fog advisory this morning as well. We have an airport weather warning. We have a flood advisory uh, in Bear County, a couple of flood advisories here in Bear County as well, along with the flash flood warning. And a lot of the other counties as well have various uh, warnings and watches out this morning due to the heavy rain and the storms that included lightning and thunder throughout the night. This has been going on basically all night long uh, in our area. This training effect has been going on all night long, and rain will continue to be heavy at times all day today. We anticipate this to be the deal. You'll see it lay off a little bit, and then it's going to come back and lay off a little bit and come back and lay off and come back throughout the day. The issue, of course, as you well know, is the saturated ground because of the rain that we've got this week so far. And with saturated ground, that means everything just runs off in 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 terms of flooding. Uh, this is going to be great for our aquifer. This is going to be great for area lakes and rivers and so on. Um, but it's not going to be great for driving uh, throughout the day today. So I just uh, urge you to use extreme caution. Uh, I know that I drive on I-35 quite a bit. Um, and it's a mess because of all the construction. And we have been talking to the city about fixing the potholes on I-35 Due to all the construction, they just rip up the asphalt and leave these gigantic potholes where people are traveling 50, 60 miles per hour. You can't travel that fast on 35. You can, but you won't do that for long this morning because it's uh, th- those potholes are full of water now, and you hit those potholes and immediately it jerks the, tries to jerk the steering wheel out of your hands and cause a crash. I would anticipate that there's going to be a number of crashes this morning. So stay close to us, and we'll continue to bring Debbie in here all morning to keep you updated on what's going on on the streets to help you get there. But once again, one of the best things you can do, in my view, my estimation, is go to bearflood.org. 
That's the website, bearflood.org. And Elaine is putting that on my page, the Treyware page, ktsa.com, so you can go there. There'll be a link to take you to bearflood.org so you can see all the various roads that are closed so you'll know what's happening in front of you. But anywhere where there's construction going on, uh, I just caution you about uh, about pooling and ponding at this point. The rain has been heavy enough all night long, and again, it's going to continue throughout the day today off and on, that it's it's causing those flooding issues where they have the construction barricades up. Those barricades are the walls on both sides, and it just turns it, you know, the road between those barricades into a river at times when you have that much rain that's been falling, and it's got nowhere to go. Uh, and again, back to the, the pothole issue, that's on 35. It's also on 1604 where the construction is going on. So I would just caution you about how fast you drive this morning and give yourself a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of extra time this morning because you're going to need it. Unfortunately, not everybody is slowing down. When I came in in the middle of the night, several, several hours ago, people were still driving extremely fast and uh, and losing control of their vehicles very easily. So you want to be aware of that all morning. It's going to be a very interesting morning for drive time. And then again, later on today, as the day progresses, I think it's going to be um, one of those days today. But, hey, listen, <laughs> tomorrow, hey, listen, tomorrow's 71, Friday's 71, it's sunshine. So And the weekend looks fantastic. So this is going to be it when we get through tonight. And I really think that this is probably all over with in 24 hours from right now. Uh, that by middle of the night tonight, this will all be done and it'll be, you know, a distant memory and we'll be headed toward uh, sunshine and, and beautiful weather uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So uh, those th- those are the things to be concerned with today is the flooding and, um, and, the, and the roads and the conditions of trying to get somewhere throughout the day today. So Trump did win in New Hampshire last night. Immigration, the number one issue. I've been telling you that for months. We've been talking about it for months. The economy is the number two issue. Been telling you that for months. Uh, Nikki Haley, Nimarada, she spent over $31 million of the rhino's money and of Democrats' money. Democrats, how you feel about that one this morning? 210-599-5555. Does your heart hurt that your choice, the one that the Democrats have been propping up and they say they're going to continue to prop her up in order to take Trump's attention off of Joe Biden and so that Trump and the Republicans have to spend money fighting Nikki instead of fighting Joe Biden. That is the plan, has been the plan all along to her candidacy. Seventy percent, 70, seven zero, seven out of ten, 70 percent, of those who voted for Nikki Haley last night were Democrats. Think about that for just a minute. <laughs> and he still, and Trump still won. When 70% of those who turned out to vote for Nikki Haley were Democrats. Um, I'm very honored by the result, Donald Trump said. Uh, let's see here. Uh, independent voters make up 40% of the electorate. They can vote in either major party's contests, and they have been playing these uh, influential roles in the state's uh, presidential primary for a long, long time. What has happened is you've had all these liberals from Massachusetts move into New Hampshire. They got tired of the high prices in Massachusetts. 
And so they moved to New Hampshire, but they're still liberals. Like we have California liberals moving to the Bernie area here. Up there, they're going to New Hampshire, and they're bringing their liberal policies with them to what used to be a pretty fairly libertarian state of New Hampshire. Trump dominated for the second week in a row and called for Nikki Haley to suspend her campaign. Donald Trump said she should suspend because otherwise we have to keep wasting money instead of spending it on Biden. If she doesn't drop out, we have to waste money instead of spending it on him. And that is where our focus needs to be. Trump went on to say that the party is very united except for her. And she said, nope, I'm going to continue. I'm in this for the long haul. New Hampshire is the first in the nation, not the last in the nation, she said. Well, she's going to run out of money is what's going to happen to her is that the big Democrat donors who are supporting her are going to quit wasting money, realizing that the inevitable is a fact, and that is Donald Trump is going to be the party's nominee to go up against Joe Biden. And her Democrat supporters, and by the way, Republican rhinos who are America last folks, uh, they are the ones that are supporting Nikki Haley and funding her campaign, and they're going to stop doing that before too long. Vivek Ramaswamy said tonight, if you want America last, you can go to Joe Biden. You've got another candidate, still apparently in the Republican primary. Cut your Social Security to fork over more money to Ukraine so some kleptocrats can buy a bigger house. Go to Nikki Haley. What we saw tonight, said Vivek Ramaswamy, is America first defeating America last. And the polls from both CNN and MSNBC both bear out how 70% of registered Republicans, 27% of undeclareds went for Trump. Haley has the reverse. 70% of undeclareds, and by the way, when somebody as a Democrat goes to vote in the Republican primary, they say that they are an undeclared. They don't say I'm a Democrat voting in the Republican primary. So 70% of, of uh, her voters were uh, Democrats. Meanwhile, you know, we hear a lot about democracy from the left and freedom from the left. In fact, Joe Biden said that last night. If you can make out what he said, he, he really had a bad night slurring his speech. There was a lot of slurring going on and a lot of uh, staring into space going on with Joe Biden last night. And I'll get into that coming up for you. But if you hear more from the left about how they're protecting democracy from Donald Trump, and protecting freedoms and free speech from Donald Trump. I just have to remind you that last night when Donald Trump was speaking his victory speech after winning New Hampshire, both CNN and MSNBC turned off his microphone and spoke over him. He was on the screen. But if you were watching CNN or MSNBC, you could not hear what Donald Trump had to say because... The liberals on CNN and MSNBC decided they were going to fact-check him as Jake Tapper was condemning his anti-immigrant rhetoric, end of quote. As Tapper was talking all over Donald Trump, and Lawrence O'Donnell said last night on MSNBC, this is a very, very bad night for Donald Trump. Look at this. Look at what? He's won both, both prim well, a caucus and a primary. But on MSNBC, they cannot admit that Donald Trump is on a roll. This is a very bad night for him. And Jake Tapper said, Donald Trump is so angry. He's so angry. Look at him. He's so mad. No, he's serious about saving our country from people like you, Jake Tapper, 
who are trying to destroy the United States of America. And I guess I'm telling you, my, my friend, when, when they destroy this country, they're going to destroy you too. Now, I know you're in the pocket, and I know you're being paid to say something specifically, and you're trying to act. And, and look, here's, here's what gets me. I don't really care if you're an opinion journalist, if you're somebody who speaks your mind like I do, and you're paid to be an opinion person. But what I can't stand are those in, in the media business who pretend to be objective, who are nothing more than an opinion journalist. And that's exactly what Jake Tapper is. That's what's exactly everybody on CNN and MSNBC and ABC on our station and everywhere else. All the mainstreamers, they are activists. They're not journos. They're activists. And Jake Tapper is an activist. And they're trying their best to get rid of Donald Trump. And finally, wow, that was a loud piece of thunder right there. And finally, John Cornyn, who I oppose at this point because... John Cornyn helped write gun restrictions into law after Uvalde. Put more restrictions on your guns after Uvalde. So I oppose John Cornyn. But John Cornyn last night, in the mealy-mouth, weak-kneed way that he always does, after Trump won in New Hampshire, well, I've seen enough, I now support Donald Trump. How brave of you, Senator Cornyn. How brave of you. The complete AccuWeather forecast and your traffic coming up next. Trey Ware, KTSA. If you're looking for a new... You're going to lead the day this morning. I can tell you right now because this is going to continue throughout the day today. And we've got a flash flood uh, advisory that is going to continue. In fact, it's uh, turned into a warning. It's going to continue till about 9.15 uh, this morning because, you know, uh, people are now starting to get up, get their coffee, and head out uh, into the mess. And it's not going to get any better as we roll in this morning. Uh, now, as far as the rain is concerned, it's going to be heavy at times. We anticipate rain to continue all day. But there will be moments when it's going to be heavier than other moments and places where it's going to be heavier. Uh, right now, the heaviest is on the northeast side. These storms are coming from the southwest, and they're rolling through San Antonio uh, from southwest to, to northeast. Uh, there's a lot of rain and a lot of storm activity down to our southeast between us and the coast. So if you uh, look at places like Victoria and Cuero and Gonzales and places like that, very heavy rain all night long. But here in San Antonio, within 1604 and around the area, we have had so much rain that we have some, some flooding issues, particularly, as I said earlier, uh, on these areas where we have the, the, uh, the uh, work, the construction going on, and most of the city at some uh, point or another is under construction right now on the roads. Uh, we also have the one that's been a problem since they built it, and that is downtown, the lower level of IH-35, because that's nothing but walls on both sides. That water goes nowhere. It just sits there and, and builds up and piles up. Well, we have the same effect in a lot of the construction areas because we have the barricades on both sides. And, again, I want to keep saying this throughout the morning, so I hope you don't get tired of hearing me saying it, but uh, we have new listeners come in about every eight minutes or so that uh, the the uh, potholes that are on the highways like I-35 and 1604 where the construction is going on, those are invisible now. Uh, one of the reasons we talk about that a lot on my show is because we want them to fix those potholes because they're extremely dangerous when when the roads are dry. But when the roads are wet, those potholes fill up with water. And when you hit water with one tire or another, then it tries to jerk the steering wheel out of your hand. 
the worst thing you can do in conditions like this is is go crazy in your reactions. Uh, just try to hold the vehicle and the steering wheel as straight as you can, and don't be jamming on the brakes or anything like that because that's the worst thing that you you know uh, try try to keep from upsetting the car or the truck anymore. So if you come to an area where you see rushing water, uh, turn around, don't drown. It's a great saying, you know. It sounds trite at times, but it is a great saying. Turn around, don't drown. Comal County is going to be having that issue, New Braunfels area, because they have the same problems. The Guadalupe River was already up two days ago. So all y'all in Comal, Guadalupe County, keep an eye out. Totally agree. Totally agree. Guadalupe County as well, and, and Gonzales County out east, further east of here, Gonzales County's been getting hammered all night long, and so we have enough of this. It's going to be a real issue uh, trying to get in this morning. Best thing I can tell you as far as road closures are concerned, bearflood.org, bearflood.org, and you can follow them on X and uh, and continue to get updated over there. So there's a lot to be done this morning. Uh, you're going to have to have some extra time and go really, really slow particularly on the highways this morning because of all the rain where the construction are. All right? Back in just a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, this is Bob Webster from my friends over... KTSA, it's a very busy morning this morning for traffic and our weather situation. Uh, the two obviously are married this morning to each other with all the flooding that's going on in various areas around town. We have these flash flood warnings that are going on until 9.15 this morning. You just heard uh, Jeff with AccuWeather say we anticipate this kind of activity to continue throughout the day today. Off and on, it's not going to be storming like every second of the day where you are. But this training thing is going to last throughout the day today. It was predicted. We knew this was coming. Um, and it's going to go into tonight. Once tonight is done and it dies down in the middle of the night tonight, then we're in great shape for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It really looks great, sunny, and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, today, extreme caution on the streets. Um, I, I know that you, you hear this a lot, and it kind of goes in one ear and out the other after a while. But I can't stress that enough for you. Uh, based on our road conditions in San Antonio, which is a topic that we talk about a lot, right, and how the roads have been abused in San Antonio and forgotten by the leadership of this town for so long uh, because they have other priorities, left-wing, Democrat priorities, socialist priorities. Their priorities are not really what they're supposed to be doing. And as a result, when you hear me rail about that stuff a lot, this is why. Because we get to a time like now when we're having flooding conditions. Uh, we're here on the northeast side off of uh, 35 or 410, however you want to call it, and Eisenhower Road. And it's just consistently raining with loud thunder and lightning and all that going on here. Well, that's been the situation pretty much all night for various sectors of the city off and on. Uh, and right now the heaviest is right up the I-35 corridor and off to the east and the southeast between us and the coast and all the way over to Houston, which I highly recommend if you're flying or driving to Houston today to check ahead. Uh, probably a good idea to check ahead with your airline uh, or the airport, either one, to see what's going on with arrivals and departures because of the weather, all those kind of things that you typically do. But I do want to remind you of something that is a major concern is all this construction. And with those walls and those barricades that they put up, there's there's some major issues here. First of all, that just causes flooding between those walls. And then we have all the potholes you hear me talk about a lot, particularly on Ides 35, but also on 1604 and where they're doing the construction. Because when they move the lanes, they just rip up the asphalt and they don't replace it. So you've got all these holes now in the asphalt. Uh, 
And on a dry day, you just hit that, and it makes your car shake a little bit. But on a wet day, you can't see it. And when you hit it, it's full of water, and all that water tries to yank the steering wheel out of your hand. And that's why we have Debbie very busy this morning already with a whole bunch of crashes around town because people are hitting the, the, the amount of water on the roads and, uh, and losing control of their vehicles, and we don't want you to do that. First thing to do is to slow her down this morning and give yourself a whole lot of extra time, especially if you're going to be driving through the construction zones. Uh, because you're going to have standing water. It's just a deal in the construction zones, and you're going to have standing water in those potholes. And when your tires hit it, it's it's no fun at all. And, again, this is going to continue off and on heavy throughout the day, today, all day. And with the ground as saturated as it is because we've had a lot of rain, well, then all we're getting is flooding and runoff. That's it. There's nowhere for that water to go. So that's going to be the deal throughout the day today. And then tonight, everything's going to clear out. And tomorrow and Friday and Saturday and Sunday look really, really good. So there you go. Be very careful this morning. Uh, flooding on the streets slow way, way down. Uh, and, and that's about all we can say. Uh, if you want to know about the roads that are closed, the website that is kept up and, um, uh, and followed through with uh, is called bearflood.org. Showing right now that 25 roads in San Antonio and Bear County have been closed so far. Nope, 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 I'm sorry, 32. 32 are closed. If you want to go to that website, you can go to the Trayware page, ktsa.com. Trayware page, ktsa.com. And there's a link to uh, the, the uh, street closures uh, around San Antonio and throughout Bear County. Uh, Donald Trump won last night, as expected, in New Hampshire. Nikki Haley wasted 31 million Democrat dollars. I love that part. She <laughs> she had 70% of her voters were de- Democrats. 70%. We knew that there was going to be shenanigans and all that kind of We knew that. We knew that Democrats who moved into New Hampshire out of Massachusetts because they got tired of paying the high bills in Massachusetts, but they're still Democrats, they're still liberal, and still left-wing, they still hate Trump. They moved into New Hampshire um, to drive down their costs, and they have brought their liberal policies and politics with them, and they voted for Nikki Haley yesterday, trying to... Uh, the, the whole plan to keep Nikki Haley going here is to take the attention off of Joe Biden and to get Donald Trump to spend money fighting Nikki Haley and the Republicans to fight Nikki Haley instead of uh, spending their money on Joe Biden. Joe Biden's an easy win. <laughs> he truly is. He's an easy win. I want to play some sound from yesterday. Joe Biden gave a speech as it were, uh, because he, it's really, it really, truly, friends, it is very sad. Because you can see this faraway look in his eyes. You see him staring into nothingness. They have surrounded him with people that they are paying to scream, cheer very loud, right? Four more years. Four. These are bought and paid for ralliers that they have. The room is not full. It's not like a Trump rally where people wait for hours to hear Donald Trump. It's not that way at all. But behind him, behind Joe Biden, they stack all these paid goers to shout and hold signs, Biden, four more years, and all that. While they're shouting that, he's staring into space, into nothingness. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't understand, clearly. He doesn't understand why these people are shouting. So you had these pro-terrorist, Hamas terrorist supporters who were there. Anybody who's supporting 
the Palestinians right now in, in Gaza are supporting the Hamas terrorists. And so they were there. You know, here's what was so ironic about all this, and then I'm going to get to the sound. Joe's speech, and this is the Democrats, what they're going to run on, was about abortion. The good Catholic that Joe is, he wants people to be able to kill babies, genocide, at any, at any time, at any moment, all the way through the time of birth. Isn't that a good Catholic for you? I don't want to hear him talk about his Catholicism and his great faith and all that anymore because he's not, clearly. He's for the genocide of children through abortion. And what's funny is he's promoting that. He's saying Donald Trump took the right away for you to have an abortion and we're going to hold him responsible. We're going to hold him responsible, he said in his stupid, creepy whisper. While at the same moment, the pro-Hamas terrorist group who was there shouting is shouting against genocide. (laughs) They're saying no more genocide in the Gaza Strip, but we do support abortion. (laughs) That's the stupidity of you Democrats. Really, seriously. If you're a Joe Biden voter, this is what you voted for. You're stupid. (laughs) You're just stupid. Sorry. Don't mean to step on your toe. But you are if you're supporting this at this point. Okay. So, first of all, he started number five here. He started as an election denier. Now, Donald Trump is facing trial in Georgia for what the Democrats say is election denial. That's the whole case they have brought against Donald Trump with Fannie Willis. Fannie diddly 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 on the the cruise ship Willis. Uh, And that's all about saying Donald Trump is all about election denying. Well, listen to Joe Biden uh, saying hello to Virginia. Hello, Virginia. And the real governor, Terry McCollum. The real governor. The governor elected by the people is Glenn Youngkin. Not Terry McAuliffe. But what did Joe say? The real governor is Terry McAuliffe, not Glenn Youngkin. Ah, so, Joe, are, is Joe going to be charged with election denial in the state of Virginia? Of course not. Let's see here. Cut number three. As the pro-Hamas terrorists were shouting... Joe went to his favorite line, telling them not to jump. Look, please don't jump. Folks, the extreme laws passed by Dobbs have no place in the United States of America. It was a a slur fest because he's that shot. I I don't know what they give him to get him upright. I really don't. I mean, uh, Tucker talks about uh, his his informants telling him they give him amphetamines to get him up. We, we've joked on this show and on Warren Rima about the cocaine that was found outside of the Oval Office. I don't know. But they're giving him something so that he can stand there and deliver the lines that are written in front of him, but you clearly hear the slurring and he just can't get his words out anymore. It's really sad. Sad to see. But this is what they're doing. It. You're not doing it. I'm not doing it. So we're allowed to comment on it because they're doing it to him. Cut number two here is uh, – no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, let's go to cut number four. See if you can figure out what Joe's saying here. We'll teach Donald Trump an, a valuable lesson. Don't 
mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. I'll tell you what he said, and then we'll play it again, Jimmy. We're going to teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women of America unless you want to get the full benefit. So that doesn't even make any sense, much less trying to understand it. But it doesn't even make any sense. Don't mess with the women of America unless you want to get the full benefit of what? Messing with the women of America? Go ahead, Jimmy. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women of America unless you want to get the benefit. He sounds like he's drunk, but he's not. His brain is shot. There is no way this guy can be president for four more years. If he stays on the ballot, and I don't believe that he will, I've been told for over three years now, and I've told Sean this on Warren Rima, I've told you this here on this show, people in D.C. have been telling me that they have been prepping Michelle, that in 2022, Michelle was privately telling mega donors that she is getting ready to run in 2024. And can they, meaning her and Barack, count on their money? Well, the answer to that is an obvious yes. Obvious yes. And, of course, as I've said uh, to Sean on, on Warren Ryman, I've said it here before too, the media will immediately jump on her side. So for those who say, well, what happens to Kamala? Well, <laughs> listen, the Democrats won't care about Kamala anymore if Michelle gets in. So, But here's the deal. If for some chance... Joe stays in, and I don't think he will after the convention. I think it's going to be over at the convention. I think she'll be nominated, meaning Michelle. But anyway, if Joe stays in and he's reelected because they cheat it, because they're going to have to cheat it to reelect him, they cheat it and he's reelected, he steps down immediately and gives it to Kamala or whoever is next in line. There is no way this guy goes the distance. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Attorney Joe Cordell, business owners and professionals. The Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. All right, a couple of other things going on with traffic and weather this morning, which is leading the way. 35 at Salado Creek is shut down right now. That's where Splashdown used to be as you're headed toward the uh, AT&T Parkway area. Uh, as you know, where Salado Creek crosses there, uh, it does flood. It tends to flood. If you're from San Antonio, you know that. There's a, there's a car there with the flashers on, and uh, first responders are there. Uh, so it is shut down in that area right now. We had hail overnight south of San Antonio as well. Uh, some of it up to golf ball size may have caused some damage down around the Poteet area, uh, down around uh, uh, other other places south of here, Dilly and, and whatever, uh, received some, uh, some minor hail as well overnight. None reported in the San Antonio area, but it is going to be important to have the roof checked very, very soon. We'll talk more about that a little bit later on this morning. Uh, wherever you're going to be driving this morning, just be ready for it because we've had enough rain overnight, and it's going to continue throughout the day today where those potholes are full of water now, and that's a very dangerous situation. can yank the steering wheel out of your hand and cause a crash before you know it. Texas Military Department is continuing to hold the line in Shelby Park to deter and prevent unlawful entry into the state of Texas, says the state of Texas. We remain resolute in our actions to secure our border, preserve the rule of law, and protect the sovereignty of our state. That's what I would have hoped they would have said, and that's exactly what they said, and they're right on the money. As Texas continues to set up razor wire to stop the illegal aliens from coming into the United States and the invasion that's going on, 
that once again the border czar Kamala Harris, who's been to the border all of one time since all of this has been going on, she was asked yesterday by a liberal puke reporter, well, what's the answer? What do we need to do? She says we need more people at the border to process more folks, and we need citizenship for all of them who came in here. That's been the plan all along. All along has been the idea of destroying the middle class in America. You and I have talked about that many times, but also to have legalized people here to vote Democrat. That's what they're fighting for. That's why they opened the border. And Kamala said the quiet part out loud yesterday. Texas basically telling the Supreme Court we're moving on. The Texas National Guard continues to hold the line at Eagle Pass, said Governor Greg Abbott. Texas will not back down from our efforts to secure the border in Biden's absence. The uh, Attorney General for Texas, Ken Paxton, said the Supreme Court's temporary order allows Biden to continue his illegal effort to aid the foreign invasion of America. The destruction of Texas border barriers will not help enforce the law or keep American citizens safe. This fight is not over, and I look forward to defending our state's sovereignty. I love this. This is exactly what I was hoping they would do. Put up more razor wire. They tell you not to. You install more. What what would the Democrats do? We don't even have to guess about that. We know exactly what they would do. They would continue, and that's exactly what we need to do. This is about protecting you and protecting your children. That's the bottom line here. They're allowing illegal aliens to come to this country, and they're doing harm here every single day, every day. Congressman Chip Roy said Texas needs to continue with the efforts that we have been on, that Texas has a duty under the Constitution and every other norm of leadership of any sovereign state to protect your citizens, period, full stop. There is no exception. And if the Supreme Court wants to ignore that truth, which a slim majority did, Texas still had the duty, Texas leaders still have the duty to defend their people. It's like if someone's breaking into your house and the court says, oh, sorry, you can't defend your home and defend yourself, what do you tell the court? You tell the court to go to hell. You defend yourself, and then you figure it out later. That's exactly what Chip Roy had to say about that. So there we are with what's going on at the border and with your weather and with your traffic situation. More in just a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Are you curious about QC Kinetics? Let me tell you. Well, the rain and the flooding in San Antonio is leading our news this morning. Of course, we've got a lot of political news that we're going to get to this morning and get the info out to you. But first of all, anywhere that you need to drive this morning, please be extremely careful. Give yourself a lot of extra time and drive more slowly than you typically would, even if it's not raining where you are right now. Because as I've been telling you all morning, I've been telling you all week, this is going to come in waves. This is not something that's going to be consistent. We expect the rain to continue throughout the day today. At some point, it's going to be heavy. You're also going to get some thunder and lightning and all that. But what you have on the streets right now all over San Antonio are these potholes that I complain about regularly, and the city doesn't care. Obviously, the leadership of the city is more interested in doing the bidding of the Biden administration at this point than taking care of the citizens and our roads that we drive on. So we have potholes everywhere that are now full of water. When the potholes are dry, that's one thing, and you just fall off into the pothole and keep going, and we're doing damage to vehicles and people having to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to fix their vehicles. But right now, with the with those potholes full of water, and particularly since it's still dark, you can't see the water in the potholes. You can't see the potholes. So the next thing you know, you not only hit the pothole, but with all that water, it tries to jerk the steering wheel out of your hand. 
and we're having wrecks all over San Antonio. We're having Debbie talk about it. We also have a lot of streets that are closed. And the best thing you can do is go to the Treyware page, ktsa.com, and that's where you'll be able to find a link to bearflood.org and the some 30-some-odd streets that are closed in San Antonio right now due to flooding and, uh, and, and accidents and stuff like that that's going on. This is going to come throughout the day-to-day in waves, probably going to end at 1, midnight, 1 o'clock tonight, and then tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday look really good. It's clearing up a little bit right now. We're going to get a break for a while. The rain's only between Bernie and Floresville. There you go. But we're going to have a little, about an hour and a half break. And then more to come. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the deal all day today. The rain is going to be, and it'll be heavy at times. At other times, it won't seem very heavy at all, but it's not going to take much because all the ground is saturated right now, so whatever falls is going to turn into to flooding. All right, 607 now at KTSA. i got to go to the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. We're bumping him up a half hour because Chip Roy is going to join us next half hour. We've got the, all the flooding and stuff, and I wanted to get him plenty of time because I know you love to hear John Hayward from Breitbart.com, and I wanted him to have plenty of time to talk about what's going on with, first of all, the caucus in Iowa, and now this situation in New Hampshire last night, and let him break it down for this morning. John, good morning. Good morning. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed the primary, because that's pretty much it. That's it. It's it's, over, right? It's a a wrap. (laughs) Yeah, really, really, really hard to see any drama going forward. I don't think Haley is going to stay in very much longer, but, you know, she's made noises that she would. Her people were saying that they closed the gap, and, you know, I just, I don't see anything coming up on the map that's going to turn that into any real momentum. It's never really been much of a primary. And, And, you know, what's interesting is her home state, where she supposedly was extremely popular, South Carolina, the governor, uh, did extremely well there. People, you know, from South Carolina tell me that they they loved her and all that stuff. But she's way behind Donald Trump and all the early polling over there. Well, the buzz in South Carolina is that their electorate just is not in tune with her anymore. She did well for a while in that particular environment, but now that Trump is the alternative choice, South Carolina voters just are not in a Nikki Haley mood. Probably some early missteps hurt her, you know, some things she did early on the trail that didn't make her look like a commanding campaign presence are going to work against her. But the story all along has been that Trump is effectively the incumbent, and nobody has been able to do very well against him, you know, running against the incumbent from their own party. Yeah, and we'll talk about that a little bit here. In a, in a second, I, I do want to break down last night a little bit more because according to the guys who looked at all this with the exit polling at CNN and MSNBC and other places, what they found that 70% of the people who voted for Nikki Haley were independents. Now, those are Democrats who won't call themselves Democrats. They are independents. A lot, a lot of people left Massachusetts. They got tired of the high costs of Massachusetts, so they moved over to New Hampshire. Many of them still work in Massachusetts. But they didn't want to pay the high cost of living of of, uh, of Massachusetts. But they're still Democrats, and they're trying to uh, meddle, if you will, in the Republican primary by turning out for Nikki Haley. So she had seventy percent of those folks who voted for her, or seventy percent of the people who voted for her were those folks, and seventy three percent of those who voted for Donald Trump were straight up, you know, I'm a Republican, and that's the deal. It's interesting that nobody really pretended that she has crossover appeal. I don't remember anybody, even her surrogates, making the case that all these Democrats are just going to stick with her through the general, and this is Democrats for Haley, and they're sick of Biden. I don't. Nobody even tried no. to sell that. Everybody knew. Everybody knows it's just the Democrats thinking Trump is their best bet of winning, and they want to make sure he's the nominee. So, okay, uh, let's talk about that a little bit because uh, obviously he is going to be the the nominee. I, you know, barring some unforeseen, you know, uh, asteroid hitting the Earth and knocking us off of our axis and setting half the Earth on fire. Doesn't look like anything's going to derail uh, Donald Trump. 
So, you know, can you crawl between the ears of people right now? Is it a, is it a matter, and, and this is what I hear from our listeners, that they want to go back and reset everything and make it right, that the past three years has been an unmitigated disaster, and life was pretty good before that. Exactly. A huge nostalgia factor there, which I think was exacerbated by the way the Biden people were messaging. Remember, all during the summer, the message was, hey, you, you stupid knuckle-dragging middle-class people, stop complaining about inflation because Joe Biden's economy is a miracle, and you ingrates had better get with the program. And that really pissed people off. Yeah. And you could see Trump's numbers starting to float upwards and pass Biden's as they got a face full of that messaging. That messaging has pretty much stopped. When was the last time you saw a media report that said middle-class people were stupid for being upset about high inflation. They're not really trying to attack anymore, and that might be something that, that becomes a factor in the general. You can already see the polls are starting to shift. There's a couple in that came out that show Biden jumping into the lead over Trump now that he's the presumptive nominee. So that nostalgia factor could be a little ephemeral. Nostalgia sometimes is. It really depends on whether the campaign plays to it or not. You know, John, I think there's another big, big factor, and maybe even the biggest factor, and I'll put it right at the feet of our governor. Uh, brilliant move on his part by sending these illegal aliens to various, you know, even even blue cities like New York and Chicago and Los Angeles and places like that. Uh, I know that the Democrats wanted to try to keep them here for two reasons. They're, they're doing their, their damnedest to try to flip Texas and make it blue, uh, as they're doing to your state in Florida. But they're also, you know, they, so they want them to vote here. They don't need them in New York. They own New York uh, or did. Uh, our governor, I think, awakened the sleeping giant. And there's, I, I, I believe there will be independents and even some moderate Democrats who are going to cross over because they got their belly full of this illegal immigration problem. Well, traditionally, when immigration becomes a big issue, the left and the, the, the people that want illegal immigration always manage to bully everybody down from it. They intimidate you. They say you're a racist, xenophobe for even saying that. They prevent you from organizing. You can't really campaign on a secure border because if you do, you're a hateful xenophobe, and that scares away all the suburban moms and you know the, the middle-class uh, independent voters. So that could happen again here. As, as upset as people are, as huge as this crisis is, don't underestimate that you know they'll, they'll be able to bully you out of voting based on it one more time by, by calling you a xenophobe. But it's also kind of too late. You know, I think that was a big mistake the American people made. They didn't realize that when, when Biden got into office, that was basically it as far as America's demographic transformation. It was fixed in stone. And look at what's happening now. Nothing will stop Joe Biden's border invasion. He won't let anything get in the way. He'll go all the way to the Supreme Court. He'll cut your razor wire fences. If you try to stop in your state, the feds will come and import you. This is something that the ruling class absolutely wants. They think victory is at hand, and they don't think you can stop not even if you vote for Trump, not even if a new president comes in next time. You know, there's a new polling out saying that Trump is leading Biden with Latino voters. And I'm going to tell you, this that's on this issue. Uh, we are, you know, heavily Latino here, and uh, they're, they're not happy about the illegal immigration situation. They're not happy about what Joe Biden has done. Now, a lot of people think, well, yeah, oh, absolutely, you know, Hispanics support this, Latinos support all this uh, open border nonsense. No, they really don't. And I think it's being reflected right now in the polling of Latino voters who are crossing over to Donald Trump right now. And they also seem particularly concerned about Biden's deteriorating mental and physical state. They don't like that he's feeble and weak, that the world is in flames, that America is a joke on the world stage. That bothers the Latino voters. They're plugged into other countries. They come from South America. They know what people are saying, you know, and, and that's a very sensitive issue for them. And they want that 2019 Trump economy back. You know, they'd really like right. to go back to the way things were before Joe Biden. So they could be a heavy nostalgia voting contingent. But yeah, legal immigration really hurts them, and they know it. After all these years, they a whole generation of people 
people who came here the right way are seeing how That's much right. illegal immigration hurts them. That's exactly right. I got a couple pieces of sound I want to play for you. Uh, cut number five first, Jimmy here, and uh, of course uh, Joe Biden spoke <clears throat> in Virginia yesterday. They don't let him go too far, uh, and they don't let him say anything that's not heavily scripted. I watch this very carefully. Of course, his mind is shot. There's no doubt about that. He stares into blank space. Uh, he can barely walk at this point. Uh, all those things point to dementia. I'm not a doctor, but all those things point to dementia. I'm very familiar with dementia. So he's there in front of people who are paid to hold the signs and shout four more years. Basically a half-empty auditorium that he's speaking at. And uh, he does his best uh, to to be an election denier, the same thing that Donald Trump is facing trouble for in Georgia, being an election denier. Listen to this. Hello, Virginia. And the real governor, Terry McCall. Oh, Terry McCall. Mm-hmm. Obviously McAuliffe, but <laughs> Terry McCall. Uh, hello, the, the, the real governor down here. Now, I got, I got one more piece I want to play for you. And this is uh, cut number four, uh, Jimmy. This is him... Um, talking about women of course the whole speech was about abortion and the abortion issue that the democrats are going to run on this year but here's just a prime example of how shot he truly is we'll teach donald trump a valuable lesson don't mess with the women in america unless you want to get the benefit I don't see how he goes the distance, John. I really, I, I know what you're saying about about him. It, it's hard to replace a candidate, but I don't see how he goes the distance. And all this talk about Michelle is really ramping up right now. Yeah, I hear all that, but I still think that's just buzz. It is really hard to swap the candidate out. If you look at all the swing state polls, they're all trending Biden's way right now. So, I mean, the, the furor and panic that they felt over the summer when Trump was in the lead has been dissipating. And I don't think any of that furor and panic was ever really the decision makers. I think that was the Democratic pundit class. A lot, Some of the, the voters that are highly engaged that could see Trump surging in the polls, they could look at how pissed off people were at the Biden economy. But that was never the leadership, the Democrat leadership, the left leadership. They don't think there's any reason to replace joe biden you're not going to do it wow wow (laughs) well i guess they won't be debating because i can't imagine him standing on a stage in that shape in that condition which is only getting worse by the minute so by the time we get to debate time after the conventions and these two start to face off he i i I don't even think he's gonna be able to talk you know much less stand there for any length of time well he does have his built-in excuse to not debate because Trump didn't. So all he has to do is yeah. say, Well, Trump didn't debate and neither will I. Yeah. And that's that's it. And and you know what he'll do? He'll say, I'm not gonna debate him because he's illegitimate, he's an insurrectionist, January sixth, right. blah, blah, blah. Right. And that's it. You know, that'll be there won't be any face to face debate. Well, they're also ca- counting on him being locked up in Georgia. They're also counting on that. So there won't be any debates because, you know, Trump will be locked up in an orange suit. That's what they're counting on. Well, I appreciate it as always, John, and we'll talk again next Wednesday. Appreciate you. Always great to talk to you. We'll see you soon. That is John Hayward, Breitbart.com, the author of Dr. Zero Year One. And i got to tell you about Lifestyles Unlimited and how awesome they are at Lifestyles Unlimited, teaching people how to invest in real estate and make money from day one. Yeah, well, they've got more than 33 years of experience doing this. I'm talking about Del Walmsley and David Fisher, the entire mentorship leading team at Lifestyles Unlimited. But everybody at Lifestyles Unlimited becomes kind of a mentor to you because they've all been doing this, you know. Some of them came in with absolutely nothing at all, you know, a few bucks, and that now they're millionaires. Some of them are multi-multi-millionaires by investing in real estate. And you can get there, too. Now, I'm not going to make any promises because it's up to you and how hard you want to work and when you want to work and where you want to work and all those kinds of things. But if you'll you know take these principles that Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you, 
you can really begin to set yourself on a path of financial independence. Not only you, but a financial legacy you can leave behind to your children and grandchildren. GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. That's the website to go to right now. You can do the seminar online or in person. Either way, it's up to you. GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. Promo code is WARE, W-A-R-E. Rain, heavy at times, will continue off and on throughout the day today. It's not going to be... You know, just all day a consistent thing, but it's going to come and go throughout the day today. And the saturated ground means flooding is around, and we're having that situation right now. High today of 65. Tomorrow and Friday will be sunny and 71. Right now it's 58 at KTSA. Good morning. We are getting reports of Our area and the flooding is, of course, leading the the show this morning. And uh, we have periods of rain coming and going. It's not just a consistent thing. But that's the way it's been all night. We've had some storms roll through here. We've had some heavy rains in some spots, and that's causing some flooding. Like 35 at Salado Creek, where Splashtown used to be, it's all flooded there. And the usual spots, and particularly in the construction zones with those uh, with those potholes. And, and again, the lanes are not marked, are not clearly marked on those construction zones as well. So if you're driving this time of day when it's very dark outside and you've got all the water to contend with, please, extra caution this morning. Let's go back to the phones at 210-599-5555. And Mike is on. Good morning, Mike. Yeah, you know, hey, listen, Trey. Um, hey, I'm glad that I don't know. I don't know if you reported on that story yesterday about that guy uh, who shot eight or nine people up in Chicago. And it looked like he was making his way to Mexico. He was uh, found shot at a gas station down in Italian, Texas. Uh, I drove by that gas station yesterday. I was in Laredo. And I drove by that station. They were still doing the uh, investigation on that deal. But um, it looked like he was on his way to uh, Mexico after he shot those people in Chicago. Uh, I don't know if you said anything about that or not. But I wanted to say one thing about Biden right quick. You know, you you know some trade, you got to be a real loser. I've seen that video you're talking about to go to a Joe Biden rally and say four more years. How much money do you think they paid those idiots? sit in that crowd and say four more years right. who who would be dumb enough who would be dumb enough to go to a joe biden rally and say four more years Right. Thank you for taking my call this morning. Thank you, Mike. Be safe out there. A couple of things. First of all, on the Natalia deal, yes, I did talk about that yesterday. And I'm glad he did what he did because he just saved the taxpayers a whole lot of money. You know, and, and a whole lot of time, and we don't have to vordie a jury, and we don't have to have a, a judge, and we don't have to have attorneys sitting there going back and forth. Um, so, you know, that's it. Killed a bunch of people up in uh, Illinois. Definitely was heading to Mexico. Was on his way to Laredo, and was going to try to get across this very open border that remains open today. And our governor and our attorney general. Now you know why. I keep telling you why they've been trying to get at Ken Paxton. Now you know why, because they are standing tough and they're standing strong. And I got to tell you, the reason immigration is the number one issue on voters' minds now is because of Greg Abbott. And him sending these folks to various places across the country, he woke them up. It wasn't going to be the number one issue. It was going to be the economy. I've been talking about this for months, months, that immigration was going to be the number one issue because Greg Abbott is waking people up in places where they typically don't have an idea, none whatsoever. I, I, you know, I, we got listeners all over the country to this show. And they'll reach out and go, is it really that bad? You know, I, we got a friend listening up in Maine right now. And, uh, and and he said, keep talking about it because these people up here in Maine have no idea what y'all are dealing with down there. Same is true with our listeners over in Ohio. They're, like the same, they're saying the same thing to me. People don't, they don't have any idea 
what's going on at the southern border. They may see a, a, a brief news story, maybe, on the evening news, but even the evening news has not been calling attention to it because they're not the news. They're the activist networks, and they're out there, and they've got a Democrat line that they got to push, and they can't allow America to know just how horrible things are at the border. But Greg Abbott, but Greg Abbott, but Greg Abbott has made this a national issue single-handedly. Well, I mean, all of his great staff and the bus drivers and everybody, but you know what I mean. He took that issue and said, oh, you're going to learn real quick what's happening here in the state of Texas and how illegal immigration is destroying our state, and you're going to find out how how quickly it destroys everything else. The people in, in Boston's Logan Airport just discovered it in the past couple of weeks, just like these folks have been sleeping in O'Hare, and you can't walk through O'Hare now. It's trashed. There's poop. I'm sorry. 6.26 in the morning to say that, but there's poop everywhere in, in, O'Ha- in O'Hare. you got kids running around screaming. You can't walk through there. you got to step over all the bodies of people sleeping. And now, Boston Logan, same deal. Same deal. And it serves them right. You people up there, you really thought that it was just a Texas issue and that we would take the brunt of this. And I'm talking about the people in D.C., the Biden administration, the O-Biden administration. They wanted to just hang this on us. Let me tell you something else real quick here. Uh, Cut number two. Dean Phillips is the guy who's running against uh, Joe Biden for the Democrat nomination. He got 20% of the vote yesterday, by the way, in New Hampshire. That's not bad, huh? But he's talking about he was having a rally with about five people across the street from a Trump rally. And, you know, he says their party is deluded about Donald Trump. Listen to this. We have a crisis of participation. And I got to tell you guys, I went to a Donald Trump rally a couple nights ago. Never been to one. Uh, I had an event across the street. I saw the line of people waiting in the cold for hours. And I thought, what the heck? You know, I'm going to be a leader who actually invites people, doesn't condemn them. Met probably 50 Trump people waiting in line. Every single one of them, thoughtful, hospitable, friendly. All of them so frustrated that they feel nobody's listening to them but Donald Trump. A diverse crowd, people who had never been to a Trump event before. My party is completely delusional right now. Party is completely delusional right now, and that's a fact. Somebody just texted me, wants to know about the Carrie Lake story. I've got more on that coming up for you in the next half hour. And a passenger being removed from a flight from Phoenix to Austin. And I'll tell you why. And the reason he was upset. It's a thing that upsets me too when I fly. So I'm having a hard time crashing down on the dude. Tell you more coming up. I want to tell you about Hicks at Hicks Carpet One. Hicks Carpet One with the highest quality hardwood flooring and carpet and laminate, tile, luxury vinyl plank. It's all at Hicks Carpet One here in San Antonio. Whether it's for your home or for your business. Yeah, they do a lot of business work there over there too. You know, they have a wide range of commercial carpets, modular carpet tiles. Those are the coolest thing in the world because if somebody spills coffee on one section, you don't have to replace all the carpet. You just pull that one section up and put another one down. Hicks can help you no matter what you need. And the luxury vinyl plank, well, that happens to be my favorite because it looks like hardwood, feels like hardwood, has all the characteristics of hardwood, except you can't hurt this stuff. <laughs> you re- well, I guess if you brought a, a D8 caliber into the into the living room, you probably could. But other than that, you're just not going to hurt this stuff. Spilling stuff on it, I've done it. I've been there, done that. I've tracked in pool water, and I've spilled hot sauce on it, and I haven't hurt it at all. 
So anyway, I want you to check out Hicks Carpet One. They've been around since 1935. They have the beautiful guarantee. If you don't like your Carpet One flooring for any reason at all, any reason, they will replace it absolutely free. That's Hicks Carpet One, 210-496-2121. Check out Grumpy GI Gear, proudly American veteran. Kevin with Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555. Phones are always open. You know how I roll on this show that's about liberty and truth. Getting the truth to you so that you will not be a slave to any man or any government. 210-599-5555. Now, I'm going to talk about this passenger on the plane in just a second. And Jimmy Don and Elaine, I want to hear from you guys, too, on that. But first, I want to go through some of these texts. Trey, uh, this is from Cindy. Why does Bill O'Reilly say it's against the Constitution for Texas to secure our own borders? I don't know why he in particular is saying that, but that is what Democrats have said for quite some time. The globalists have said for a long time is Texas does not have the sovereign ability that that's, a, that's the right and the duty of the federal government to do that. However, the federal government is in violation of the Constitution because they are to protect the various individual states, because they are sovereign states and a republic, to protect them from an invasion. This government cause the invasion this government is using your tax money to pay for the invasion this government is colluding with local leaders like ron nirenberg to continue the invasion and the distribution of illegal aliens all over the country so yes our governor has a duty and a responsibility to protect the sovereignty of the state of texas and the people that he is that he was elected by so yes he has a duty to do that and so he must stand up the way he is and he has the support of the people of the state to do so uh celeste says on scotus why should texas listen to them when dems don't listen on the student loan forgiveness well if you've been listening the past few days it's exactly what i've been saying that uh we we need to roll ahead the the job before us is to protect the citizens of the state of texas at this point audio of carrie lake being bribed to not run for the senate uh it's on x please play it uh, okay, I've listened to the entire thing. It's 9 minutes and 22 seconds long. It's way too long for me to play on the radio. I encourage you to go find it. I encourage you to listen to it. I will say this caveat about it. First of all, if it's true, I'm not surprised and shocked that a rhino would go to Cary Lake, and it's apparently this Jeff DeWitt from Arizona, uh, trying to, if you haven't heard the story, went to her and said, what's your number to bow out for the next two years and not be involved here in, in politics? And her answer was, I don't have a number. Well, we've got some very rich and powerful people who will pay you whatever your number is. She said, a billion dollars is not enough to get me to do this. She said, I, you know, this is about our country. This is not about money to me. This is about saving our country. Well, we need you to, to, to sit on the sidelines and bow out. First of all, I wouldn't be surprised if that really did happen because that does happen. And sometimes, unfortunately, people will take the bait and take the money, and they'll run and hide. So that's a very real possibility that's true. It did happen. There's also the cynical side of me that says, uh, that kind of sounds like a promotional piece to pump her up. So I don't really know the truth on either side of that. I, I happen to believe that this was real and genuine, and they're trying to bribe her to, to stay out of politics because she's a big Trump supporter, and they don't want Trump anywhere near any of this. Please ask Chip Roy why we don't hear from our conservative leadership that the executive branch is a tyrannical government. That's from a Scott. All right, Scott, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, we got Chip Roy coming up in the next few minutes. That's why I want to talk about the passenger flying from uh, Phoenix, Arizona to Austin. And as they were taxiing to take off from Phoenix, Arizona, he was farting. And the pilot turned around and took the plane back to 
the gate and kicked him off the plane for emitting an odious odor from his farting. All right. What does everybody think about? I'll tell you what I think in a minute, but everybody, what do you all think? How, I mean, was it really bad? Like, you know. Well, it was intentional. There's passing gas and there is clearing a room farts. It was, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know the grade of the clearing the room or not. You know what I'm saying, though. Oh, I grew up with my brother. Are you kidding me? Don't blame him. He cle- no, my brother can clear Bear County in two seconds. But and he's proud of it. He's he loves it. He thinks it's the greatest thing in the world to have that ability. Uh, but I, I don't know the the degree to which he was able to clear the airplane or not. Mm-hmm. But should they have taxied back and kicked him off the airplane? How, yes. Yeah, I think so. Too. You think so? Yeah, I'm with the lane. Yep. You think so? Yep. And Don, what do you think? I think maybe make him go sit in one of the the, the laboratories. <laughs> <during> the <duration laughs> of the it but if, vented. if they would have put him in a cockpit, they would have gotten there a whole lot sooner. Uh, right. But here's the deal. Here's what he said. When he got on, he said, you people eating all your smelly food, you want something smelly? Here. And he rolls up on one cheek. Yeah. No. Now, out, out, out. No. Hold on, Jimmy. <laughs> Hold on. That's just rude. Eating smelly food on an airplane is rude. But it's allowed. But it shouldn't be. And so, and farting is allowed, too. There's no law against farting, and there's no rule against farting on an airplane, right? So I am more offended because the fart's going to dissipate, and it's going to go away. I hate it. I hate it when people get on, a, a particularly a short flight, a couple of hours, or mm-hmm. even even an hour between here and Dallas, and the first thing I got to do is whip out their Big Mac. Are you kidding me? Or a tuna fish sandwich or something like what? that. What? Yes, on. they do it yeah. all the time, and it drives me nuts because it stinks up the entire airplane, and it doesn't dissipate. It stays there for the entire flight. The entire airplane stinks, and when you've got 125 people opening up their box of McNuggets or their water burger. Are their Taco Bell and chowing down on that? Plus, they're at at that point they become farters, right? Because they done ingested all that. Now they got to make some noise and let it out. So now you got a big problem. So I got more of a problem. Just telling you, I got a bigger problem with the people eating smelly food than the smelly dude. So then you side with the dude who farted. I'm just saying, I got a bigger problem. If I have to make a decision who I want to fly with, I'm ready to fly with him over the people eating their smelly McDonald's. I'm just telling you, man, because it's awful on an airplane. It stinks to high heaven. Welcome to flatulent air. That's exactly right. (laughs) Incontinental Airlines. (laughs) Powered by odious odors all the way across America. Flatulent skies. (laughs) Well, that's the deal. I'm just saying that I, I, listen, I don't like it when people eat all that smelly food on an airplane, and I'd rather somebody pass gas than eat their smelly food all the way between here and there. Especially, look, if you can't go for two hours without a Whataburger, Man, you need to talk to Marie Osmond and get on a date. You really do. Because <laughs> you got, there she is on the TV right now. You need to do Nutrisystem or get yourself some Ozempic or something. If you can't go two hours or three hours on an airplane without eating a smelly McDonald's. It's longer than that. That's American Airlines. 
Well, it doesn't matter. No, Phoenix, no. Phoenix to Austin is just a couple of hours. Yeah, but it's still American Airlines. Lord knows how long they had to wait. Well, I, I, hate I, I don't know. But what I'm saying is between Phoenix and Austin, it was a direct flight that's only a couple of hours. If you, ha- if you can't go for a couple of hours without eating, you, got, you, you better call your doc and get some Ozempic. Well, if you can't hold a fart for two hours. Well, listen, he just, it payback. can go to the laboratory. I know. Don't right. be rude about it. And, and lift the one cheek and tell, announce it's, people. It is just as rude, It is, if not ruder. No, it's not. More rude. To chow down on stinky, smelly food on an airplane, eat it at the airport. If you have to, if you have to eat, eat in the restaurant at the airport. Don't eat on the airplane. I don't care if you're chewing on nuts. That's not going to make a smell. Go ahead and chew on some nuts while you're on the airplane, but don't bring your Big Mac on the airplane. Well, Come that's on. a yeah. Well, that's an airline's deal. They call that. But you don't right. fart in church and go to the lavatory if you need to rip. All right. Or they could do like Alaska Airlines, invent the cabin, the old There you go. Yeah, yeah. Take the door right off. <laughs> Just let it air out the whole flight home and never go below tw- there, above 20,000. There's 000. the answer. Yeah. Make, make all the windows in airplanes rollable downable, that you can roll the air, airplane, airplane windows down. There's the answer. All right, quick break. We'll come right back. Chip Roy joins me. Uh, you know, Texas Rhino Shield for your home is just the perfect answer at TexasRhinoShield.com. It is the answer for folks who need a paint job on their home. You don't need a paint job on your home. What you need is Rhino Shield. It's not paint. Paint's real thin. Rhino Shield, it's eight times thicker than paint. It's a ceramic coating that helps protect your home. It also helps to insulate your home better than paint does, and it lasts a whole lot longer than paint does. With Rhino Shield, you're talking about a 25-year non-prorated transferable warranty against peeling and cracking and chipping and all of that stuff. And it adds insulation value and it's mold and mildew and fade resistant as well. Every reason in the world to go to the website today, mention Trayware when you do so, and get them on the way to talk with you about Rhino Shield on your home. TexasRhinoShield.com the only place I recommend for hardwood. TSA on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline is my congressman, a man who walks around with an OBS sign on the front of his suit. Uh, when he wears a suit, see, what I like about him, he is no BS, and uh, he doesn't feel like he's got to wear a suit all the time. Chip Roy is joining me again this morning. Chip, good morning to you, my friend. Great. How you doing, brother? I'm doing very, very well. I, I, I'll get into the politics of the day, but, man, you, you just stole my heart again yesterday, this whole thing about the border. And God bless Greg Abbott for, for making this the number one voting issue in America single-handedly by pushing the, the policies that he has done. But I, 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 my advice to him at this point is to take some more of these uh, illegal aliens and, and maybe drop them off at uh, some of these Supreme Court justices' places, let them see what this is all about. But secondly, Texas needs to hold the line, as you said yesterday. Amen. Yeah, Trey, look, I mean, this, this is one of the things that's not easy for me to say, right? I mean, uh you and I both have enormous respect and, and reverence for the Constitution of the United States. And you got the Supreme Court over here, right? And so you and I would say, for example, we support the Heller decision, right? We support, you know, things that have said we, we need to protect our fundamental rights. Here we've got the Supreme Court getting it wrong in a five to four decision. They get it wrong and they're making the state of Texas have to be subservient to a federal government that refuses to do its job and therefore endangers our people. Fundamentally, our duty as a people, right, the leadership of our state is to protect our people. And now the federal government is refusing to do the job the Constitution says it's supposed to do. So we're in a bit of a conundrum, right, because fundamentally it is our duty 
to protect the people of the state. So I believe the governor has that power, that authority, not only that, the duty under the Constitution to do that. I believe he's right to do it. Uh, But look, this is going to continue to square off to be a conflict. And we're going to have to force the federal government to bow down and stop doing this, or this conflict is going to continue. So I fully support the governor and the state of Texas, the attorney general, Ken Paxton, and everybody in the, in the leadership of this state, the brave men and women of DPS, to continue to do what they need to do to protect the people of Texas. Now, let's be clear. All we're doing with the razor wire and whatnot is shifting where people are going. True. But it's the, it's the principle of it that matters, and we've got to keep fighting. And look, I want to say one other thing clearly. In Washington, Republicans need to use the power of the purse to force Biden to the table. And if that means a six-month government shutdown, right. if that means that something big is going to happen, so be it. If we are at that kind of a place right now, and we've got to fight. 100% right, and that's why the people that listen to the show love you, and, and uh, that's exactly right, because you mean it. You're, you're not just playing politics. You're not kissing Fanny to, to make things look good. Uh, you mean it. So, uh, And we appreciate that support here in Texas, because this, this particular issue is doing more to destroy the American way of life and life here in Texas than any other issue that's come along in the last 10, 20 years. Well, and look, Trey, I'm about to drive down. I won't say exactly where for privacy and whatnot, but I'm going down to go meet with some ranchers, a big block of folks down in South Texas uh, this afternoon. I got a meeting from 1 to 3 o'clock, hopefully about 100, 125 people, I hope, uh, that are all the people that are being directly impacted by this. And and to to think about strategy and things we can do um, and get an update. I do this regularly, as you know. Go to the border. I don't like to go do the show hearings and show things you know I, mm-hmm. sometimes those are important but i like to go meet with the people and say what's happening so we're going to do that today we'll take that back to washington next week try to update everybody on what's actually going on uh but but you are right right we have to stop this did you know that there are 50 million people in the united states now that are foreign born mm-hmm. 50 million that is over 15 percent, probably 16 ish percent we're barreling towards 20 percent when you factor in the children of the foreign born we are way passing where we've ever been in our history at a time when we're not educating people about the Constitution. We're not educating them about our way of life and promoting Western civilization. We're not teaching kids about God anymore in the schools. We don't pray. We are destroying Western civilization. It's purposeful by the Democrats. They want all of these people to come in. They want to flood the zones. They want them actually to get shipped to the jurisdictions because New York's bleeding population. When the census happens in a few Mm. years, they want people Mm. to be able to build up their census numbers. This is all a purposeful play by Democrats. They know what they're doing. They're doing it uh, to undermine our, our, our way of life in the republic. We have to stand up and stop it. You uh, and I, sir, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I hope in a future administration, your D- Department of Homeland Security secretary, or in a very powerful position like that, because I think you would serve very well there. I, I've only got I've got less than a minute left. We're almost out of time. Yeah. The top of the hour. Let me ask you this: sure. you, you made a compelling case here a few weeks ago for Ron DeSantis. Now that he's yeah. out, are you going to endorse uh, Donald Trump? And what do you think about where all this is headed right now? Well, let me just say this, and, and you've heard me talk about it. I've known, and I know we've got a short time. I should come back on to give the full yeah, deal for, yeah. for listeners yeah, and agreed. to hear. Look, I love uh, Ron DeSantis. He's a good man. I've known him for a decade, um, longer than that, actually. He was on the campaign trail with him. I want everybody to know what a good man and a good human being and solid conservative uh, that we had in, in Ron DeSantis. I still believe he would have been the best choice for us to serve for eight years and look forward. 
look, we saw what happened in New Hampshire last night. I think we're seeing the last gasp of the old guard Republican, right? Mm. Nikki Haley represents that old wing Mm -hmm. that was giving away our country one slice at a time to Democrats while they were trying to remake our country. President Trump came into Washington in 2016 to drain the swamp and change things. I think that is a critically important truth. I'm worried about what it still means in November. We have a lot of work to do to unite and win. Look at the numbers. All the numbers are down in terms of turnout. Uh, we've got a real problem to get people to show up and to make sure that we can win in the fall. So we got a lot of work to do. Uh, I have 100% committed all along to support the Republican nominee. We're working to go down that path. Uh, president Trump did a lot of great things, but he's got to pick a good vice president. He's got to get out and put out a vision that will win. He can't just run on the guy that's supposed to be there because he's already been there. Mm-hmm. He can't keep apologizing for warp speed and vaccine mandates and shutting down the economy. That will not win in November. We need someone who's up there who's fighting the swamp. That's why he won in 2016. That's what will drive him to victory in November, assuming he's the nominee, which looks like that's going to be the case. So uh, I got to have some conversations with some folks and kind of figure out how we can get make sure we're all you know swimming in the same boat and and get this done in November. We have to to save the country. Amen. And to the uh, to the longer uh, time for us to be together anytime. I'm wide open and so and even when you're here in the area, feel free to come by here and sit at the table with me and have some coffee. All right, Chip. Let's do it, Travis. We need to do that. Take care, God. Thank you very much, and we'll see you soon. Congressman Chip Roy joining me here on KTSA. FoundationSupportSpecialist.com. FoundationSupportSpecialist.com. This is a must thing for you to do after all this rain this week. That has a, a, a tendency to wash soil away from your foundation. That is the worst. That is a, that is a foundation killer, is washing the soil away from your foundation, particularly if your home is not gutted all the way around. And this is a this is the time to get foundation support specialists to send out one of their uh, support specialist certified field inspectors. They do this for free. They don't charge you for this, by the way. There's no obligation, but they will inspect your foundation to make sure everything is good. Again, right now, today is the time to contact them and schedule an appointment to have a free foundation inspection done. Mention Trayware when you reach out to them. Foundation support specialist.com. Discover the difference that Jesus Christ.